0: Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and joining me, as always, is one Chris Hipple. Say hi.
1: Miguel, we're back, and we love basketball. Basketball's we so always fun. always
0: have. Basketball's so fun to watch. Like, you know, the ball's moving. It's like uh, poetry in motion. And, Chris, we're coming at the people after a uh, actually two games that we have since won. When we last potted, we were down 0-2. Things weren't looking good. But alas, when you replace DeAndre Jordan with uh, Joel Embiid, MVP candidate, turns out we play a little bit better. The latest game, 108-116, to Sixers win, in a game where James Harden basically took out his balls and said, hey, check out these big balls, and became the James Harden of old, turned back the clock, and did James Harden things. Chris, what did you see?
1: James, literally James. <laughs> He's literally <I> guess James. <laughs> my only takeaway is like, have we finally suffered enough?
0: Mm, no, Chris. That we
1: get this? <laughs>
0: no. I, I no, mean,
1: no. it was so, what do you mean? It was, it was amazing. He was doing it all. You, Chris, ask you asked me
0: if we have suffered enough, and the answer is always no, because life is suffering. Just want to make sure you're aware of this. And, uh,
1: you know, like I said before, it feels like (laughs) we finally like earned our stripes and I finally got to watch James Harden Mm. do the stuff that he was supposed to do. It was quite nice. My favorite part was the start of the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. and Bede had played the entire third quarter. So they sat him, which was terrifying because the Sixers were only at four and Jimmy Butler was unstoppable. And Bede goes to the bench. Harden stays in. We get an immediate Harden assist to Tobias Harris for three. We get Harden two free throws, and then we get a Harden step back three. Um, all of a sudden, we're up 12. It was just delightful. I mean, I'm fairly certain
0: he was like oh for something. oh for like eight or something from three-point land in the fourth quarter, the first, you know, however many games. And then this game, he just— He it's... was really bad in the second half in general of the first— Three games. Three right? games. Yeah, exactly. Really, yeah. And so this was like in a way like a regression to the mean, in the same way that Danny Green's been lighting on fire after being a total dumpster fire uh, earlier. Yeah, and shout out to Danny. It's like things are just kind of coming in. Everything was okay. So, up for so, us.
1: so, question for you then, right? Yeah. Because I've heard this point today. I don't think he necessarily did much different. I right? totally
0: agree. He he. But doesn't did he look finally?
1: Is it that he finally just started seeing some shots fall or like, did we unlock something? Um,
0: I, I don't think we unlocked something. Honestly, I don't, I feel like, I mean, I'm not like a huge X's and O's nose guy, but I didn't really see a whole lot of like different actions. You know what I mean? He was still doing the same classic James Harden dribble, you to sleep, step, asleep, step yeah. back. You know, like when you hit three of those in the fourth quarter, you're going to look pretty fucking good. When you're going around yeah. dimming diming up, you know, whoever it is, Tobias Harris and just – I mean, it's just going to look better when the shots go in. And his shot selection wasn't that different, I don't think. Yeah.
1: Is that, a good, say, is that a good
0: sign or a bad sign?
1: I don't know. Probably a bad sign. <laughs> Our joy is just always going to turn to ashes. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like – so, I, I mean, I will say, like, the reporter after the game asked – Harden you know what changed from game one and two until now and it was awesome because he just looked at him like he's a fucking moron and he just pointed to Joel Embiid like obviously (laughs) X's nose like unlocking something all of this is kind of just Embiid right
0: yeah you know like I said in the beginning uh it appears that DeAndre Jordan isn't as good as Joel Embiid and like you know maybe it was just us being in our bag and just wanting to suffer through whatever the Sixers make us suffer through and not really fully embrace the fact that we are playing DeAndre Jordan over Joel Embiid but we are like a new a new team. You know, just yeah. like like just him being on the court playing quarterback on defense, getting rebounds and the offensive rebounds he's been getting for us, like you know those kind of like volleyball things he does over his head when he like tries to it's just great And it's so much. And he can't.
1: (laughs) He can't shoot. And Mm. he's throwing the ball to the other team because he has no peripheral vision at all. But like what you're describing is is the gravity that he plays with. Yes. Like that level of, everyone's looking at him. And I will say, Tingly Nips play for me Mm. was that nail in the coffin. That maxi alley oop tobias mm. contract harris and in that play go back and watch they start jimmy butler starts walking away from tobias shading over to double and before the ball is even passed leaves a wide open tobias harris Maxis picks him out splits the defenders game over play the music basically good night mittens chris we
0: are at the shake milton minute shake, shake, shake. do you have anything for us in particular you want to share
1: well, you already mentioned Danny Green, but I do have to shout out Danny playing like it's 2013 out there. Mm. He is super due for a bad game. Uh... <laughs> uh,
0: well, are you sure? Because he's
1: been having a lot of bad games. I feel like he's due for like a pretty. Are we mediocre... at the mean?
0: Where are we? I don't know. I um... mean, we, he he was playing pretty fucking awful. And so, but you the mentioned... other guy, the other guy is going to regress the mean though. George's right he's he played awful the first two games yeah and even game three he played kind of bad
1: he was in the running for one of the worst playoff performances of all time for a sixer Mm. you already said it but plus eight we are plus eight as a team in 120 minutes of basketball paul which is just incredible if you know anything about the sixers (laughs) when Embiid is not on the floor jimmy butler he must be out here wishing he could play with that Timberwolves practice squad. Like he is absolutely unstoppable. And, and like, he's got to be looking around like what the fuck guys.
0: Yeah. I mean, no one's hitting shots in my, on, on Miami for whatever reason. And I'm not complaining about this, but guys that were normally hitting shots just aren't hitting them anymore. I and... would push
1: back a little bit and say that the Sixers defense deserves a little bit more credit. They're doing different sure. stuff to trap hero. They're pushing them out of the corners.